you're listening to another edition of the Just Go Bike podcast, where we talk about cycling just for the fun of it, with tales from all across the nation. Come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. I hope you're all quarantining or socially distancing successfully. Over here at Casa Parrot, things are going pretty well, although we have pretty major case of cabin fever. We have been getting out there, going biking, doing a bunch of gardening, but I'm telling you, I have not talked to another human face-to-face for some time. So this is exciting for me, thrilling even, to be on the podcast. I will say, before we get too far into this, I could not get my normal mic to work, so I'm using the mic that records all the ambient noise from the room that I'm in, and I have a couple of pets who are very curious as to what I could be doing. So apologies in advance if you get any background noise from Bart or Sophie. Bart is a 10-month-old golden retriever, and Sophie is my fuzzy little cat who I found on the porch a couple years ago. Anyway, all right. So a lot has happened since I last talked to you. We announced our virtual RAGBRAI, which is essentially going to be everything that RAGBRAI is except for an actual bike ride. However, you will be able to bike ride on your own and log your miles and win prizes. I don't want to get into it too much because I we're going to talk about it in a future episode of the podcast. So we'll move on from that. But I did want to mention, A, we will be, we just announced that we will be sharing Spotify pl- playlists. Mm, I hope you like them because a lot of the songs came from you. So... You know, you made your bet on that one. Uh, we do have a bunch of animated GIFs. Obviously not the highlight of the program, but I'm really excited about it because Suzanne and I made a bunch of them and they're really fun and there will be more if I have enough time. The other thing that we announced the save the date for recently was the fall ride, the great fall ride. And actually, wait, let me take another shot at it. The great Iowa fall ride because it spells out TGIF ride, which is genius. Thank you, Ann Lowry, for that one. Um, and we're not going to release too many details about it, but it's going to be this fall in the early October. And that one is going to be an actual in-person ride. So we'll see how that pans out. I'm so excited. I will 1000% be there, assuming that the world is safe to exist in at that point, um, which obviously we're confident it will. Okay, so I actually got a question for Parrot Talk this week, which is not weird, but it's been a couple weeks since I've had one. So this question comes from Mark from Arizona. He's a five-time RAGBRAI rider, which is fantastic. Um, I can only assume that he may have ridden with us this year, so I hope he can come back and ride again next year. Um, He asked me a bunch of questions, and I'm going to answer just a handful of them. Maybe answer some other ones in a future episode of Parrot Talk, or maybe... Uh, if I see Mark on the ride, I will answer them then. Okay, so they mainly center around the real, quote-unquote, real ride by ride. The big ride, where we actually go out and bike. Um, what do you do during rag by week? Well, let me tell you, my pers- personally, my roles are going to change this next time we have the big ride. So... I'm going to just kind of address what the entire crew does on Ragbrite with a little bit of notes about what I would be doing. 
okay, because in the past I ran the merchandise trailer, that responsibility is being passed on to my protege, if you will, my esteemed colleague, Madison and Nick, and they are going to be running the merchandise and they're going to do a fantastic job. They already are. So I'm really excited for them, but I will be, I will be in and around the merchandise trailers, but I won't be running the trailers, if that makes sense. All right. So actually preparing for Ragbri week starts as soon as we announce the route in January. We start ordering merchandise. We start preparing. We start ordering registration supplies. We start um, getting things cleaned up. So it all starts then. And it takes probably from April through July to ship out all the registration packets, believe it or not. And that includes getting organized and that includes actually shipping packages. So it's not something that you can just turn around in a couple weeks. I mean, we're talking thousands of packets and that's the main focus of the RAGBRAI crew as we get started. Um, Inventory, making sure everything's updated with the merchandise, ordering new merchandise, developing new merchandise. It's a really fun time between January and June in its own special way, where we're basically just getting all our ducks in the row for the ride. We'll do the pre-ride, we'll get out on the road, we will see, make sure that the route is okay for you riders, um, which is obviously one of the most important things is to make sure that you're, you're able to ride the route the way that we have planned it and it's safe. And we'll, at that point, we will also track the GPS routes. Apparently this is all gonna become sort of a stream of consciousness thing. So just bear with me. I mean, that's how RAGBRAI works. You just sort of go with the flow. Um, I'm not sure if there's too much in the preparation of RAGBRAI that would come as a surprise to you, except that when it comes down to finally packing for the ride, it takes less than a week. All the merchandise, all the signs, everything is good to go. As predicted, Bart ran into the room with a bottle of nail polish in his mouth. So that was exciting. Now that we're back on track, I'm going to try to pick up where I left off. So once we get everything packed, we head out to the overnight town and we try to get there, say, a day or two early, depending on who you are, so that we are ready, boots on the ground, set up to go before everyone starts arriving on Saturday. And yes, some people do start to come in on Friday. And that is fantastic, and it makes everything a little bit more exciting, but the, obviously the majority of people arrive on Saturday. So we just want to be out of the way, ready to help people and have fun, so that we're not hindering anyone who's trying to arrive with a giant bus or RV or something. You know, we don't want to be in the way for that. We want to be able to help that person find out where they're going, as opposed to being stuck in the road in front of them. So on Saturday, it's always such a blast. We have our outlet tent, we have our merchandise trailers, and yes, there will be an outlet tent for the virtual ride. Um, and we just sort of welcome everybody to the overnight town and we, you know, get everybody set up with the baggage trucks, are started in the campgrounds, and everyone's sort of oriented to what they'll be doing during the ride. So that's always really exciting. It's just fun to see the excitement of the riders and the excitement of the people who are about to start this big adventure. 
And so are we, honestly. So it's always a big day. It ends at 9 o'clock when the um, expo ends. And, well, it extends beyond 9 o'clock for a lot of us who need to do some more work after that. Um, but it's just a fun blast of a day. It's, you know, one of those days where you're at work from, like, 6 a.m. to midnight, and it feels like an hour because so much is packed into there. Personally, I love the expo on an egotistical level because I love meeting people who hear me on the podcast, okay? Please come up and say hi to me and Murph. We try to hang out together during the expo for at least part of the time because, first of all, we love hanging out. But second of all, it's fun to meet you guys. Um, and, you know, hear feedback, what you do like, what you don't like about the podcast, what we could be doing better, or topics for future episodes. I mean, just come up and say hi and talk to us. Now, I realize as I'm saying this that it's like it's a year and a half off (laughs) so I'm probably gonna have to say this again later down the road so anyway um love to see it love to meet people love to meet writers love to help solve problems if there are any issues um this year on the ride my role is going to be a little different like I have said maybe more than once I can't tell because of how many times I have started and stopped this episode (laughs) already um but I'm going to be helping organize the ragbrack crew so I will be out and about among the baggage trailers and the expo, just trying to make sure that everybody on the Ragbri crew has everything that they need to help you guys have fun. So that's day zero. Then we start the ride and we are off and running. And once we're on the ride, we're really in our own little circles of existence with whatever our main focus is for the ride. And I hope that makes sense because I use a lot of really vague words there. But so for example, we have the baggage crew and they get up at the absolute crack of dawn before any of the riders do so that they're set up and ready to go to help receive all the luggage from the riders, put it on the truck and then hightail it to the next overnight town. So those guys do their own thing. They don't communicate with a lot with us during that part of the day because A, they probably can't with the cell signals being what they are, but B, they already know what to do. They got their thing going and they don't need input from say someone like me to do their job well. So they're up beyond early. Like it may, it's making me have a headache just thinking about how early they get up to go do this job. So they get up, they go and they do their thing. Then the merchandise team goes out a little bit later because they've stayed up later so they get to sleep in. They get themselves ready and head to the next overnight town, get their lunch. Basically, once you are in that merchandise trailer, you're staying in that bad boy. So you have to have everything you need, all the food, all the water, everything you're going to need to have a great day. So those people go out and do their own thing. Then you have the team of people that's going to be working with the expo. There's a traveling expo that goes every day. And those people do their own thing and arrive they're the happy medium they don't leave at the absolute crack of dawn but they don't wait until say nine to leave they go somewhere in the middle okay so they leave for the next town and they help set up all the food vendors they help organize any of the bike shops that might be in the overnight towns and make sure that component goes well then you have someone like Dieter who would be on the actual route itself making sure that everything keeps moving along and no one is stuck in a pass-through town for longer than they need to be. Making sure the sag wagons leave on time, making sure that the troopers have everything they need. You know, just sort of picking up all the loose ends on the actual route itself. 
So obviously that's a pretty fun job, but it's pretty serious because if there's any issues on the road, they get to deal with them. So anyway, so that is the general summary of how every day would go. So we're all in our little staggered little pods of responsibility. And then we move on every day in a little caravan, so on and so forth. And we do communicate. I don't want to make it sound like we don't communicate. We talk to each other on the radio continuously, on the phone and text message continuously. And then at the end of the day, we will generally move on to the next town ahead of time, if possible. Uh, Not all the time. Okay, sometimes. And once you get out of the overnight town, your cell phone will work again and we can call each other like the rest of the world. But honestly, don't you think that not being able to use your cell phone during RAGBRAI is one of the more fun parts of RAGBRAI? Okay, one of the many fun parts. I won't say the more fun, but it's one of the many bonuses of RAGBRAI, if you will. You know, RAGBRAI is an escape from the real world. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be, you know, a little escape. So you don't necessarily want to see all your 25 Facebook notifications coming in. That You can do that when you get home and back you know, into your, the safety of your own home, the comfort of your own home. So that's basically the gist of it. Um, so then Mark's next question was, can you ride with us? So the answer is no, unfortunately, crushingly no, I can't ride with you. I do ride on the route inspection and that is my one small consolation prize. I do ride the route. It's just vastly different than what the actual rag bra is like. We get a lot of the food. We get a lot of the friendly, smiling, positive faces from the pass-through in overnight towns and we get to enjoy that but we don't actually get to ride out with everyone because we got to make sure that everything goes right for you the riders so I wish I could ride with you maybe someday when I retire I will ride with you um but it's just really not the way that we have it set up so then Mark's So I'm just going to kind of combine these questions. Then Mark's last question is, how many beers do you have during RAGBRAI week? Well, the answer is usually none (laughs) because I'm working from sunup to sundown. And then by the time I get back to the hotel, it is nighty night for me. So um, I usually don't have too much time to drink a beer and I don't want to be standing around when I, the, my coworkers are working really hard (laughs) chugging beers. So, you know, while I do enjoy a cold brew every once in a while, We usually have a big get-together at the overnight town on the last day and enjoy ourselves then. So don't worry, we do get to have our fun. It's just not at the same time as everyone else. But that's, in a way, the fun part because I get to watch 10,000 people all having the time of their lives and I got to help be a part of doing that. And that is just something really special and that you really can't get from anything else in life unless you're also running a big event. So, um... So then to culminate right by week, we have our big dinner at the last overnight town. We have a great time. And then we get up early the next day because getting up early, uncomfortably early, is part of being on the rag bride crew. And I'm sorry to say that, but I'm not even necessarily a morning person all the time, but I have just really fostered a deep love of coffee and that really makes it all happen. So you just drink your big old coffee and you get going and at that point, that's the Sunday after RAGBRAI, we pack everything up and we head back to the office or our storage space, or both actually, and we unpack everything. Like, I'm not talking about like putting your laptop back in its shelf or like, you know, putting the shirts like, you know, back into sh- 
I don't know, on the racks. I'm talking about unloading merchandise totes into a storage area and unloading the rider trucks and returning the rider trucks and dealing with your radio equipment and returning your rental cars. It will take literally the whole day on Sunday. And then... So it's, it's really fun because we've all had a great week and we like to talk, tell stories about what happened and, you know, say our goodbyes until we see each other again. Um, but it lasts the whole day and you're pretty tired. So my tradition is the same as my post pre-ride tradition. I like to eat as much of a pizza as I possibly can once I'm done with that because I deserve it. <laughs> and it's great. So then guess what happens on Monday morning? We get up early and we go to work. Because, A, working for RagBride is actually a pretty fun job, but B, you've missed out on a lot of email and phone calls and communication that you just didn't have time to get to during the ride, and you need to help people out and make sure that they, say, find their lost and found items or they get an exchange item done before, a merchandise item exchanged before we put everything up on the web store. We have to make sure that our inventory counts are correct so that we can reopen the web store. I mean, the list goes on. So for the RAGBRAI employees, the core crew, they're going to be working hard for another week just to make sure that everything turns over, is ready to go back online for you RAGBRAI writers so that we can sort of tie up all the loose ends, put a bow on it, put a fork in it, however you want to say it. That's what we do the last day, the Sunday and the week after. Um, Then we refocus. We all take a little vacation. I go and, you know, ride my bike a bunch, stuff like that. And we start thinking about logo ideas for next year. We start thinking about route ideas for next year. We start about thinking about, say, if we're going to have our fall ride again whether or not we're going to do that. We start thinking about, hey, I really wanted to go biking on the Katy Trail this year, so maybe I need to start thinking about doing that. Um, Personal and professional, everything that you have put on hold for a couple months of your life, it's time to start thinking about it. We also do a couple conferences, but okay. So that is what I do during RAGBRAI week, what all of us do during RAGBRAI week. If you have any more, if you wanted an actual specific question out of that, let me know. I can certainly answer that again. But like I said, things are going to, it's a year and a half away and some of our job roles have kind of morphed over the years. So it's all a little bit fluid. So that's essentially it in a nutshell. Um, Thanks Mark for the great question. I hope it was interesting to you to hear me talk about that. I'm not sure if it is or not, but Hey, I am happy. I could go on a little bit longer if you really wanted me to. Um, so, but if you have a question for Paratalk, I'd love to hear it. Um, you can write to me at, like Mark did at justgobikepodcast at gmail.com, or you can get a hold of me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at justgobike. Or if you want to tweet me at Paratalk specifically, you can tweet me at Paratalk3 because Paratalk1 and 2 are already taken. So, but hey, 3 is a lucky number for me, so I'm happy with that. So, Paratalk3 at twitter.com. Um, and you know what? I am just happy to be talking to you, happy to be healthy, happy to be out biking. I hope you are too. Um, and I'll squawk at you later.
Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out justgobike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer. Brian Powers is the show's producer, and the Just Go Bike podcast is brought to you by the Des Moines Register, a part of the USA Today Network.